Hey besties, this is Yetunde and welcome to another episode of Books and Bean Podcast. How are you guys doing today? I don't feel so good, you guys. So it rained heavily yesterday and I slept. I had my umpty dumpty moment. I slept and now my knee is swollen. My joints in my knee area is aching so bad and it is not good. <laughs> But a girl has to do what a girl has to do. <laughs> so how are you guys doing today? I hope you are good. Today I will be talking about books. Yes, specifically book recommendations. So your fairy godmother is here. Your bookish fairy godmother is here. And I'll be recommending some amazing young adult novels. Disclaimer, these young adult novel recommendations do not include like fantasy books. I'll have a separate YA recommendations for fantasy books. So this is for non-fantasy books. You guys know I love sharing like some of the amazing books I have read because I need you guys to join the fun and have a great time reading some of the memorable, inspiring, fun and great books I've been reading. Today's recommendation, like I said, focuses on some of my favorite young adult novels, non-fantasy I'll also be sharing my current reads and some of the shows I'm watching in the middle of the recommendation. So grab a drink, a snack, or whatever. Let's have a great time on the 43rd episode of Books and Bean Podcast. Before I go right into the recommendations, these books are actually 10. Let me just simply talk about the young adults genre what is entails and how i have grown to love young adult books by the way young adult fiction is like a category of fiction written for readers from like 12 to 18 years of age but while it is targeted at adolescents and many young adults a lot of young adult readers are actually adults so basically the subject matter and like the books correlates to ages 12 to 18 like i've said and the common themes you will find in these books include friendship first love relationships identity and basically like coming of age related things so stories that focuses on like a specific challenge of someone that is growing up a young person a youth and they're sometimes or most times referred to as coming of age novels now that's out of the way i just want to say that i'll be reading out like the official book descriptions and i'll also briefly talk about my personal opinions on the book as i have read them so you can check this show notes for the exact book details and yes let's get started number one is the poet x by elizabeth acevedo yes one of my favorite young adult writers like i i have like a particular episode on elizabeth acevedo and her magic so you can check the available episodes and you will see that you can listen to that now to <laughs> poet x by elizabeth acevedo now let me just start with a quote learning to believe in the power of my own words has been the most freeing experience of my life. It has brought me the most light. 
oh my god i love this book so much in this book i found like a delicate yet powerful read the book is a series of short poems told by 15 year old Jomara, who was born into a religious home with a hard-hearted mother and a present yet absent father although it is not a long read and the book is written in verse but X is like a diary or a journal of the protagonist who is Shomara, like I said. It captures her life with her parents, her twin brother, as well as her struggle as a teenager with her attitude towards her family's religion, her experiences with sharing her poetry, and her love life. If you need a short and memorable young adult novel, this book is for you. I loved how I connected it from start to finish. I love how the writer just talked about the power of writing and problems with coming of age. Book number two is The Hate to Give by Angie Thomas. Here we meet 16-year-old Stakata who moves between two worlds. The poor neighborhood where she lives and the fancy suburban prep school she attends. The uneasy balance between these two worlds is shattered when Star witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend Khalil at the hands of a police officer. Khalil was unharmed. Soon afterwards, his death is a national headline. Some are calling him a thug, maybe even a drug dealer and a gangbanger. Protesters are taken to the streets in Khalil's name. Some cops and the local drug lord try to intimidate star and her family what everyone wants to know is what really went down that night and the only person alive who can answer that is star but what star does or does not see could upend a community it could also endanger a life that's like the official book description of the hate to give and i'm sure some of you might have seen the movie adaptation i also loved that so much so if you have not seen that you can read the book and you can actually watch the movie i love this so much this book is i don't know it is emotional it's about like struggles of young black american as usual the usual struggles but the emotional connection with this book is actually so touching the writing is beautiful the storytelling is captivating i just loved everything about this book the third one is my beloved <laughs> that's not the title the third one is my beloved all my rage by sabata here the title of the book is all my rage and the author is sabata here where do i even begin with this book it's so heartbreaking it's so memorable and it just puts me in my feelings anytime i see anything about this book anytime i read it i anytime i just read a review about this book anytime like i just see something about this book i just get my feelings because basically the book goes back to the life of misba in lahore pakistan it deflects the present day life of salahuddin that's a son and not a family friend who is salahuddin's best friend these two are teens who attend the high school in juniper california america so we are going back and forth to pakistan and like california in u.s our characters they are struggling with the past and present grief loss and other issues sal has to do with his mother's declining health his father's alcoholism saving his family's motel and 
a past experience that is struggling to recall and noise in america after being saved by an abusive uncle when an earthquake destroyed her family's house in pakistan she wants to leave juniper california where they stay away from this abusive uncle and a discriminatory schoolmates this book basically is about restoring broken friendships, dealing with grief and death, forgiveness, navigating stereotypes and bias. It's about broken families and false or genuine hope and growing up in the midst of chaos. The author is a brilliant writer and this is like a this is an unforgettable book. It's so memorable and it successfully crosses continent and generation. By the way, trigger warning for this book, Islamophobia, drug and I call abuse, physical abuse, test exchange with law enforcement and death. OMG, I love this book so much. Please look for it and read it. Thank you very much. The next book, the fourth one is My Mechanical Romance by Alexin Farrow Formoth. This is her alias actually. She wrote a book I've talked about in the previous bookish episode, which is um, Atlas 6. She wrote that under the name Olivia Blake. So, but she wrote this, which is a full-blown young adult romance, as Alexin Farrow Formal. So, the title of the book again is My Mechanical Romance. Now, Belle would rather die than think about the future, college applications, extracurriculars, not a chance. But when she accidentally reveals a talent for engineering at school she's basically forced into joining the robotics club even worse all the boys ignores Belle, and neelam the only other girl on the team doesn't seem to like her either enter matthew luna captain of the club who recognizes bell as a potential asset until they start butting heads bell doesn't care about nationals while Tio cares too much but as the night of after-school work grow longer and longer, Belle and Sue realizes they have made more than just the combat-ready robots for the championships. They've made each other and the team better because girls do belong in STEM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a debut novel, Alexin Farrell, former author of Atlas 6, under the pen name Olivia Blake, like I said, explores both challenges girls of color facing stem and the vulnerability of first love with unfailing with an honesty with an adorable opposite attracts romance and its center and lines that beg to be read aloud Whew, i love this book so much by the way that's the official book description from the author and the publisher but my thoughts this was such a like cute and wholesome romance novel like girls can be in them like i read out earlier i enjoyed reading this and I, I loved reading about the characters they were so cute so wholesome beyond the romance there are some memorable aspects like family dynamics like taking charge of oneself just growing up and growing up while learning things so i love this book so much and i actually like the author by the way fifth is with the fire on eye by elizabeth Savedu. of course elizabeth Savedu appears there once again the fifth one is with the fire on eye so let's get right into it 
With her daughter to care for and her abuela to help support, high school senior Emone Santiago has to make the tough decisions and do what must be done. The one place she can let her responsibilities go is in the kitchen, where she adds a little something magical to everything she cooks, turning her food into straight-up goodness. Still, she knows she doesn't have enough time for a school new culinary arts class, doesn't have the money for a classes trip to Spain and shouldn't still be dreaming of someday working in a real kitchen but even with all these rules she has for her life and all the rules everyone expects her to play by once the money starts cooking a real choice is to let her talent break free that's basically it about this Emoni has dreams to be a chef, but she's a teen mom. She had a daughter while in high school, and there are just so many stumbling blocks to her dreams. But Emoni had like a nice support system in her grandmother and some of her family members. She just resorted to cooking and her energy and her joy in the kitchen to just take charge of our life if you love food you are going to like this book if you want something passionate something wholesome a happy ending this is the book for you yes before i move on to the sixth recommendation let's take a break where i talk about my current reads and maybe some of the things i'm watching So I'm currently reading two books. One is The Sex Lives of African Women by Nana Sekiyama. I hope I pronounced that well. So I think this is a non-fiction novel. The author, she has like, collected stories of African women relating to their sex lives, which is like a topic that is not really explored on the continent. It's something seen as sacred. People don't get to share their experiences. So she has collected powerful and important and relevant and original stories from women across the continent from lagos nigeria to senegal to kenya to egypt and i just stayed i'm in the first chapter and it has been insightful so far i just hope to continue and pick newtons from that book the next one is Scotty libro fm it's an audiobook and it was among this month's audiobook listening copy and the book is i kissed sarah wheeler by kissing mcquiston she's the author of red white and royal blue yes i am loving this book so much it's just like the regular high school drama field book where there is this girl who disappeared after kissing so many people and she actually has a boyfriend so they are trying to look for where the hell she went to and we have like i think 40 something days to the end of high school and she just goes missing and she's dropping puzzles she's dropping new ideas for them to find her so i i don't know i just want to see how that will go so yeah i'm interested in that i'm invested in that too by the way and yes what i am watching so i finished watching 2521, which is a K drama. I've also finished watching Forecasting Love and Weather. And now I am watching Military Prosecutor Doberman. Yes, I'm loving it so much. Like, it is so. I don't know how to put it, but I'm just loving it. There's this guy who found himself in the military after 
swear with his whole life that he's not going to join the military because it's actually let's say death of his parents but he's here now he's a military prosecutor and he meets this other military prosecutor and they have this revenge mission and they are just going along with it i am loving it so much what am i watching i'm also watching all american homecoming yes the spin-off of my beloved all american and i'm actually enjoying the spin-off i never knew i was going to like enjoy the spin-off so much but i'm enjoying it a lot and i'm also watching soundtrack one it's like a friends to lovers series just four episodes and it is true and i love it so much i hope to start new dramas too i want to and tv shows i want to start about elementary i have not said top boy and i want to watch real Housewives of lagos Yes, those are the things that I can remember that I'm watching. Hmm? That's all for this update and this break. Let's get right into the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th and 10th book recommendations. Ooh, I'm excited for this one. Our 6th book is Ace of Spades by Farida Abike Iyumide. Now, in this book, we meet Chiamaka Adebayo and Deborah Richards, two black students in a predominantly white private academy. So things were going pretty much normal until someone began to like expose their secrets in the spirit of their collective misery. You know, misery loves the company. They had to like work together to figure out what to do and to find out who is behind this expose of their secrets per se. And this leads to interesting discoveries, twists and turns. And in the middle of all this, there's racism, there's square representation, there's homophobia, there's classism going on. Now, the author went back and forth, revealing Chiamaka and Devon's perspectives, which I really liked because I got a glimpse of how they felt and the person of the book, the mystery. And all the discovery just came together nicely. It is definitely a pitch turner. It was easy to read and super enjoyable. I love that it sparked every sense of my imagination. I was just trying to figure out, oh, who is behind this? And yes, I'll end this review with a word from the author herself. She said, I want people to read this book and not see the issues discussed as something that only affects some, but see that anti-blackness is in fact a global issue one that can't be diminished or pinned on one country or group drops mic <laughs> moving on to the seventh one clap when you land by elizabeth asavedo again yes i know yes i know clap when you land by the way clap when you land is coming to tv and the author is actually the screenwriter i'm excited for her. i'm excited for this book and i just saw when good things when good things are happening to the people i love though she doesn't know i exist but yeah <laughs> now going to the book like i said this was like the third book i read from the author and i actually liked it in the author's notes she said that this book was inspired by true experience in september 2001 flight aa587 crashed in queens new york it was on its way to dominican republic and this is regarded as the second deadliest aviation crash in u.s history it was obvious that she wanted the world to remember the crash and the stories of the victims and their families. Now, that brings me to the book. It tells the story of two stepsisters, Yamino and Yahira Royce. They lost their father to this plane crash and his death revealed new discoveries and secrets 
to both sisters who lived in different parts of the world, USA and Dominican Republic. This book gave a glimpse to what grief, loss and gain feels like. It shows the power of sisterhood and the power of forgiveness. As always, I recommend you listen to the audiobook of this one also. In fact, these three Elizabeth Acevedo books, I recommend you listen to their audiobooks and these books are narrated by herself. Yes. The eighth one is Other Words for Home by Yasmin Waga. Other Words for Home is such a precious book. Oh my god. Although it is written in verse 2 and it is a short read, Yasmin Waga delicately passed a strong message. Here we meet Jude, a little girl who had to leave her dad, brother, and friends in Wharton, Syria for America. This book reveals her struggle with a new culture, language, identity, and the discrimination she faced. I love how strong bonds and friendship is a thing in this book. I loved that I got to read a book with themes that are just diverse and just wholesome and the coming of age parts though it's a middle grade and a children's book i highly recommend this for everyone you can also check out scribed for the audiobook ninth one is on the come up by andy thomas yes another andy thomas appearance on this list so i'll be reading the official book description so 16 year old brie wants to be one of the greatest rappers of all time or at least make it out of the neighborhood one day as the daughter of an underground rap legend who died before he hit big, Bree's got big shoes to fill. But now that her mom has unexpectedly lost a job, food banks and short of notices are as much a part of Bree's life and beats and rhymes. With bills piling up and homelessness staring her family down, Bree no longer just wants to make it, she has to make it. On the come up is Andy Thomas's homage to hip-hop the arts has sparked a passion for storytelling and continues to inspire her to this day it is a story of fighting for your dreams even as the odds are stacked against you of the struggles to become who you are and not who everyone expects you to be and of the desperate realities of poor and working class black families this very much encapsulates what the book is as a nice book description the feels you get from this book is mad if you love hip-hop if you love music if you want an original story that shows the reality of poor middle class a struggling family this is this for you i loved it so much this was a five-star read last but not the least definitely not the least furia by yamile said mendes i hope i pronounced that well you can check the show notes for the full name yeah so my thoughts on furia i let me start with i love this book so much and what i'm about to say might not do justice to how much i love the book the emotions the characters the progression the themes how delicate it is just so perfect so furia basically follows the life of camilla hassan a 17 year old going to 18 girl lives with her mom dad and brother and their dog in rosario argentina camilla is known as la furia on the pitch and in this book she has to navigate growing up with an unloving father a tired mother a brother under pressure and her big dreams slash secrets as a footballer though her home is filled with tension she finds love in a new job with her friends and her teammates 
one of them is Roxanne, which I love so much and love of her life, Diego. Diego is like the best freaking boy in the whole, I don't know. But yes, I love him so much. There's a lot going on here and the author perfectly blends numerous teams. Camilla wants to make a name for herself as a footballer with a local team. She's dealing with living in a society where girls and women go missing as a result of violence and kidnappings. And she's struggling with the fame of Diego, who is a football star. I mean, a big football star in Juventus. What is there not to love about this book? Let's start. Let's let's do a countdown. Number one, the author is from Rosario, and the book is set in Rosario. I've always wondered about Rosario because that's where Messi, like, was born. That's his hometown. Secondly, the main character is a female footballer, and of course, if you have been listening to this podcast from like the scratch og listener you know that i love football i talk about football sometimes and that's like one of my favorite things in the world another thing is the unending messy reference like that's just the way to like sign me up that's 100 points extra because it is messy of course next is the love interest is not a jerk i love me some wholesome a sweet partner and the character development of Car- Camilla's mom is actually so good to see so there's a lot of things to love about this book and I can go on and on I smiled, I teared up, I was angry while reading this beautiful book you guys, read this book yes, read, it's not because of Bessie, but read this book guys I'm serious, it's so freaking good so amazing, so heartwarming I've, I don't know what to say just read it so guys we've come to the end of this episode thanks for listening to all 10 recommendations my current reads and just the things i'm on to recently thank you so much i would drop the names of the books and the authors of these books in the show notes so be sure to check them out yes so you hear from me next time be good and enjoy mm-hmm.